Hello and welcome to this week's Over the Farmgate podcast with me, Farmers Guardian's Features Editor, Emily Ashworth. This week is all about Leaf Open Farm Sunday, which is, as we all know, a much-loved event in the farming calendar. It has never been more important to share our industry's message, especially with so much change happening. Open Farm Sunday is, of course, about allowing everyone to immerse themselves in the farming world for a day. But it's also a chance for farming businesses to look at what they have to offer and build on that. In this episode, I speak to dairy farmer and Open Farm Sunday advocate Helen Chappelle and to Leaf Open Farm Sunday manager Annabelle Shackleton. So sit back, relax and let's hear all about how engaging with the public can only benefit our wonderful industry. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and your favourite platform. Good morning both, how are you? Good morning Emily, doing fantastically. (laughs) Good morning everybody. Obviously we're all here to talk about Open Farm Sunday and to get a little bit uh, of information from you Helen about what you do on your farm and from you Annabelle um, you know about the background of of Open Farm Sunday and and what it means to the industry um, still after all these years. Um, So let's, let's start I think you know, talking about um, what you both do. So, Annabelle, if you want to start with your your role at LEAF. Certainly. Well, I've been working for LEAF since 2010, and I'm the LEAF Open Farm Sunday manager. So, my predominantly, my work is all about public engagement, engaging society, supporting farmers. Fab. Are you from a farming background, Annabelle? Do you know what? I have to say I'm not. I was born and brought up in Southampton. <clears throat> but okay. I have to say... I think that's a fantastic basis because I don't come from a farming background and I but I have a huge love of the industry and support for British farmers and I've worked in the industry now for over 20 odd years so uh so yes I I think that's actually great credentials to bring with me absolutely and having no preconceived ideas it's a it's a blank book isn't it to work on yeah uh Helen what about you uh, yep, so I'm Helen from Ridgeway Farm and um, eighth generation farmer from um, just outside Blackpool. We're very much a traditional mixed working farm, um, but it's small in comparison to the, the, the national average. So at the moment, we, well, we've got winter barley's in, we've got spring barley going in as well, and we milk around about 75 cows. And uh, yeah, and it's run with my brother and my dad. So very traditional. Yeah, very family orientated. Certainly is. So in terms of Open Farm Sunday, obviously it was 2006, wasn't it, when it first um, happened, Annabelle? Um, and I've I've had a look and I think it says it's welcomed over 2.7 million people onto farms over the years, which is obviously a massive achievement. Um, how, how do you see it? Has it grown, do you think, over the years? Have more people taken part? Are people more interested over the years about what's going on on farm? Definitely, definitely. If I can just say a little bit about the history of it. So the idea for the for Leaf Open Farm Sunday actually came from Denmark, from a Nuffield scholarship that Ian Pickett oh. did. And he saw the dairy industry over there opening up their gates and welcoming the public onto farm one day a year. And he thought, what a fantastic concept. We need something like this in the UK. There is too much not in my backyard and too much disconnect between the public and farmers. So he brought the concept uh, to LEAF, linking environment and farming. 
Um, we as a, a charity are all about sustainable farming. We are all about um, helping farmers to farm more sustainably. And a key part of sustainable farming is actually public engagement because farmers can be doing everything that they're, they're doing fantastically, but we need to be educating the public and telling them about the fantastic work that farmers are doing, managing our natural resources, uh, producing our food sustainably. And if we want people to buy British food, it's just hugely important that they understand the, the work that farmers are doing. And over the years, yeah, the, the whole Leaf Open Farm Sunday has evolved, it's changed, and we have some farmers who take part every year and they're absolutely wonderful, we love them. Um, there are some farmers that just take part occasionally every now and then. Some people dip the toe in the water um, and then wait a few years and then do it again. It's completely flexible, there's no pressure. Um, but would you believe it, since we started, over 1,700 farmers have actually taken part. Of yeah. course, since 2006, have retired some of them have sold yeah. their businesses so you know that's why it changes yeah and I think it's such a good opportunity isn't it because if I think if you look back you know obviously farming's changed but also you know we've now got social media which obviously you know we can it, it can be hugely beneficial but it can also be hugely hugely detrimental um, and to have that chance you know even just once a year to kind of safely open your business in the way that you can on Open Farm Sunday, I think that's a really nice gateway for farmers to try and get their message across. Definitely. And, uh, you know, some of the farmers who started, you know, several years ago taking part in Open Farm Sunday have used it as that opportunity, perhaps to develop a diversification, um, to actually do more engagement, perhaps more school visits and branching out into school visits and and also just engaging on social media and engaging with the local community. As you say, the whole world of farming and of technology and social media has changed so significantly over the past 15, 16 years. And I think that, you know, what you touched on before as well about that environmental side, you know, we can't have a conversation about farming now without you know talking about sustainability and the environment and the thing is you know farmers have always been custodians of the land you know we've always been doing this sort of stuff and obviously now we've been you know pushed and pushed and pushed to do to do even more but to say to people you know this is what we're doing and but this is what we've always done you know that's a great opportunity as well Absolutely. And the last visitor survey that we did with uh, visitors in 2019, when it was the last sort of, would you call it, proper leaf open farm Sunday, yeah. you know, pre-COVID times. <laughs> and afterwards, we said to them, look, you know, what do you want to, to learn about at the next open farm Sunday? What is it that you're really engaged in and interested in? And it's the wildlife and the work that farmers are doing to farm with care for the environment. The public yeah. are just hungry to learn about that. They hear bits and pieces in the news, but they want to actually meet a farmer, 
speak with a farmer, actually be there on farm and see for themselves and just learn about those simple things. Because it's, as you say, it's the things that farmers take for granted that they've been doing year in, year out, that generations of, of the family have been doing. But um, it's completely a whole new world to visitors. And they are just really, really fascinated to learn about the simple, basic farming operations. Yeah, yeah. And Helen, I suppose from you know your point of view, um, you know you're on farm every day. When did you first take part, and, and why did you want to to open open the business up? So I've always wanted to take part. I've followed Lee for years, um, and every year I'd say, "Can we do this?" And it would always be, "Oh no, we can't do that," or "Oh, I don't think that's the right time to do it." Or there's there's been lots of uh, issues. That you, there's always a hundred and one reasons why not to do something. Um, so we did it and it got to about 2019, um, so it was before the pandemic and I knew that something had to change on the farm. The, the figures didn't stack up, um, things um, on social media were horrendous, you'd open up, you'd, you'd have a look on Facebook or whichever platform it was and you're thinking, gosh, but, you know, somebody's portraying something here that's, that's not true and video, the, the, it was misinformation and I thought the only way we can deal with this is to invite people to come on to the farm not dictate to them what they should and shouldn't believe but come have a look ask the questions and make your own decision and and to go away with that one and I still I said to the boys I said right we're going to open for open farm Sunday and we're going to sign up for open farm Sunday it didn't go down very well um there was they weren't they weren't for it uh as i mentioned before i'm eight generations and with eight generations there's a lot to tidy up there's a lot to to to, to move and, and, and there's a lot of kelp basically were they nervous helen were they nervous to open it nervous about the reception they were they were nervous because they, they'd seen in the media as well they they were nervous they were n- nervous as well um uh, upset it well I suppose that the health and safety aspect of it as well really um and that that was a worrying side for it and and to be honest my dad and my brother really my brother is he's quite good in front of the general public but my dad you know we always refer to him as being Wurzel Gummidge so uh you know it, it, it wasn't his comfort zone yeah um but I persevered and I cleaned and tidied and made an area. So we didn't, we weren't going to go and use the whole farm. We were just going to use a part of the farm, which happened to be the courtyard. So there wasn't really much that needed doing. We just needed to clean, clean our areas and tidy it up. And, and I could do that. I didn't need uh, machinery to do it. So I didn't need anything to move away from it. And, and then it, it was never going to happen for the, the June leaf. So we didn't do it and we didn't sign up for it but we did open for the bank holiday in August and we just put a road sign on the side of the road and invited people and put on social media you know we are open we're opening our farm up to it um and that and that was that was it really so you kind of we we did it um but we couldn't have done it without the support of LEAF so we followed their health and safety policies we opened their the, the code of conduct um which 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 gave me the confidence to open the doors. Um, I suppose I was a bit of a bully, really, because I was like, right, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> so we did it. That's what we need. 
Yes, blood, sweat and tears, yeah. but determination. But I suppose it doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously, you know, we've got the, the dedicated um, day, but, you know, the fact that you obviously then took the kind of the model and, and you know, opened when, when you could and, you know, when it was appropriate, I think that's another aspect of it as well, isn't it? You know, you can learn and take what you want from from you know that model Annabelle and use it to how you know you want it to work absolutely there is sorry uh Helen there is so much that's a part of all the support that we have for farmers to help them to open their gates for Open Farm Sunday it's all about making sure that they understand what they need to do, that they need to have public liability insurance, that there are health and safety things that need to be followed. So much of it is common sense. And we give real practical advice. Every farmer who uh, registers gets a handbook. We've got loads of information on the website. We have our wonderful team of ambassadors who've all taken part in Open Farm Sunday and they've got oodles of practical experience as well so we can just help farmers and answer their questions because you know for farmers who already do school visits doing open farm sunday is really just the next step but for other farmers who take part they are doing it for the first time and, and as you said there it's completely flexible people can actually the, the main date this year is the 12th of june but we do have a couple of events that are happening beforehand and there will be events that happen throughout June um, but as as Helen said you know farmers open up for lambing events which are taking place you know that have taken place over Easter and they open up at other times of the year which is just brilliant and a lot of the advice that we give in the information applies to all of that but um, but our focus in June is Leaf Open Farm Sunday Farming's annual open day, and you know, I've and over the years since I've been managing it, I've met so many lovely, lovely farmers. And one of them said to me, "Do you know we can open up our farm any time of the any any time throughout the year?" But what is so fantastic about Open Farm Sunday is the whole industry coming together collectively. That shared voice is just brilliant and we have a whole range of fabulous principal sponsors that are all over our website and some of our materials we couldn't do it without them but with their support we have a PR agency and we get the message out there in the press and media about some of those positive messages about farming and encourage people to go and visit a farm on Leaf Open Farm Sunday and in June and find out more and meet a farmer and that those the positive impact is just huge Annabelle I just wish I had opened on the open farm Sunday I felt very alone and in hindsight the open farm Sunday team the network is just incredible um so I really would recommend if anybody's thinking about it just do it I think it's you know that thing of when I was saying you know obviously it started in 2006 if you think before that you know we never really exposed ourselves or wanted to open ourselves up in any way um 
So it is quite a daunting process, isn't it? But I think as times change, like like we've touched on, you know, we do really need to to be telling people that, you know, this is what we do, this is the results, not only do we feed you, you know, we do X, Y and Z, you know, it's the wider concept, isn't it? It's the bigger picture. Emily, when I was at school, and it was a few years before 2006, but when I finished school, I wanted to be a food technology teacher. I wanted, you know, yeah. embedded in my upbringing, I love food, and I thought the natural progression would be to be a food technology teacher. And school said, we don't want to do that, Helen. They don't teach food really? in schools. They, they, wow. they just, the doors are closing. It's not on the curriculum. It's not a subject anymore. It's just going to be embedded into different subjects. So it's quite interesting, really, to think that, yes, I did follow the path of becoming a food technology teacher, but by opening the farm, I am becoming a teacher on farm, working outside the classroom, um, and it's come full circle. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the other side of things, isn't it, as well? You know, we can see that we are in need of people to, to come into our industry. So it's that next layer, isn't it? You know, let's show people that if you have an interest in this subject, that farming might be an avenue. But is there something, Helen, that, you, you know, surprised you, you know, when people did did come with a certain questions, certain reactions? Was it a chance to turn negatives into positives? Very much so. So by opening just the courtyard, I was incredibly concerned about parking because um, initially I thought I was going to have hundreds and thousands of people come. Um, I think, where are they going to put them? And then the other side of it is, well, what have I actually got to show? We're a dairy farm, um, but you can't take people in to see the cows being milked because nobody's going to come at that time in the morning and they're not going to come afterwards. And do we really want them there when we're milking? Um, the size of a cow, the, the poo, everything that <laughs> we don't want to see to see but we want them to see um and then you've got the calves which are lovely but you once you've seen one calf two calves three calves four calves i was thinking oh my goodness what have we got there and that that was thinking outside the box then and then it was like well actually what else have we got we've got so much that you forget uh, and one of the the the, the 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 highlights that we've got is that we're in a traditional orchard we've got a priority habitat of a traditional orchard that was really going to rack and ruin um the trees were deteriorating and we were losing some and they were creating gaps. Um, and, and really that became quite a nice area that actually we put some beehives in there. Um, we started looking at what trees we had and we started protecting and thought, oh, we can put another apple tree next to that one. And, and that's been quite nice, really. And, and to show people, like you say, with the wildlife side of it uh, and the environmental side of it has been um, really I mean, due to a bit of a funny time because you're, you're losing the blossom and the and the fruit, but it's still, people are still very interested to say, you know, little little boy's walking around with an apple in his hand and stuff like that. That's going to be an apple in a few months' time. I'm like, the education side and, and, and um, you know, educating children is something that I'm really quite passionate about because I think, you know, they it's not about imposing anything. It's about just giving them the facts, you know, and then they can make their own decisions but a lot of people I speak to um, quite often say, you know, it's that it's the, the parents or that ask that ask more questions and you know learn more from this actually than than the children sometimes. Very much so. Very much so. Absolutely right there, Emily. And do you know what research shows that when children are actually making their career decisions, the 
two key people that are the two key influencers are teachers and parents yeah. and you know for children at school today if they're going home and saying look I want to become a farmer I want to work in the farming industry or the horticulture industry you know what are the parents going to say if we haven't got the parents on board yeah. um you know yeah. we need to have them on board because they are a hugely um influential part of that decision making process and that's where you know, school visits are fantastic. Farmer time, zooming people into classrooms. There are lots of initiatives out there engaging uh, children in schools with farmers, and they're all fantastic. But but what far, uh, what Leaf Open Farm Sunday does is welcome the whole family together, and it starts those family discussions. And I just love. The night of Open Farm Sunday on the 12th of June, I will be at my computer at some point reading through all the responses from visitors that have come in from our online so survey. And I have to say they are absolutely heartwarming to, to see what the families have taken home from their visit to a farm is just brilliant. And then Four months on, we go back to those people and we send out a follow-up uh, survey to find out what has the impact been. And it's been hugely influential. And my best comment from that follow-up survey was from a mother who said that by going to Open Farm Sunday and visiting a farm, it had opened up conversations. And during those four months, so many times, they've been sitting around the dining room table eating food and actually talking about the farmers and how the food was produced would come into the conversation when they're driving in the countryside, just brought back memories from uh, the, the Open Farm Sunday visit. And so it right. stays with them, those memories and those conversations continue long after the day itself, which is just brilliant. Yeah, and it's things that that they take for granted that they, they they just blows the mind. I always find with the both the adults and the children, probably more so the adults. Uh, it can be anything from asking a question of why has a cow got a, a collar around its neck, and and then you start the conversation starts off. Well, actually, it's a heat detection, and not just on the heat detection. So, what's a heat detection? Oh, it's it's like AI. It's artificial insemination. What? It, it all of a sudden the the conversation's gone completely. So. You already have one bull, yes, and, and we use artificial insemination, and then you'll start on with the next thing of it's nine months, just like the pregnancy that we have, and it, it just snowballs all the time. And you talk about rumination, so when the, 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 the teenagers come on farm, that I think that's the one that really fascinates because the teenagers come on with the parents that have made them come out, yeah, and they don't really <laughs> want to be there, or they've got younger brothers, and then they'll come, and then all of a sudden they'll see something, or they'll look up from the screen. Um, and you'll talk about an app or something that's, that's that's relevant to them and their ears prick up and all of a sudden they, they become engaged with it because they think oh farm is just about the, the, the cuddly toy the, the, the animals or or the other side of it but then it's all of a sudden it becomes science and technology is involved with it and it's not oldie worldy and plain boring it's top of the top of its game really in terms of engineering absolutely i 
I don't come from a farming background and every time I go onto a farm and every open farm Sunday event, I'm always wowed by something, you know, because it's, it's a whole different world from, from the, the visitors. And, you know, over half of our visitors do come from an urban background. And, you know, and even for visitors who live in rural areas and actually visit a farm on Open Farm Sunday, the, the trouble, with so many people uh, who live in the countryside is that they work elsewhere in different industries. So every day they get in their car, they drive to work, see the fields around them, uh, see farming taking place, but have no concept of, of what's going on. And, it, 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 and that's what we're doing. Another one of my wonderful um, farmer uh, visitor feedback survey comments was from somebody who said, I've driven past the gates to that farm every day to and from work for the last 10 years. I had no idea about the professional organisation that went on behind those gates. Absolutely phenomenal. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to visit. Yeah, and that's that's got to be the point, isn't it? You know, that main point of connection. And I think that's that's probably goes on to this, you know, the next... Um, question really which is about you know farming is changing you know the loss of bps um the kind of introduction of um you know the sustainable farming initiative we need to be able to tell people you know exactly what we do and get get the support of the public so here this is where it, it, it opened up so many doors for me so we brought people onto the farm which gave the confidence for my dad and my brother to bring more people onto the farm. Um, it also uh, gave me the uh, encouragement with, with realizing that we were going to lose the BPS side of it and to look at what was part of the countryside stewardship and how we could um, f tie it in with what we already had, but generate an additional income. And one of those has been the uh, educational access which is a, a payment of £309, I think now, per class visit, uh, which is more than you could probably get if you were inviting the school to come onto the farm without having it. So the, the support there is really, really good. Um, and it's a whole new revenue stream. And because people had come to Open Farm Sunday at, at Ridgeway, the teachers came, the teachers went away and thought, actually, I've seen what they do. I, I feel like I'm confident enough to bring a class to the school um, and because the infrastructure was there, um, it, it worked, so it worked really well for us. And it also was part of the, the, the orchard was identifying that we had this orchard and we knew that we needed to rejuvenate it, but by planting the new trees and tying that in with the countryside stewardship again, it brought yeah. in a different avenue. So without doing the Open Farm Sunday, I don't think that would have happened. I was about to say, I like that two-way process there, because not only are you, you know, opening your farm to public and, you know, we're ticking one box there by trying to engage them. It's also, you know, obviously led you down a, a different avenue in terms of how you run the farm or what you do on the farm. I think that's a really nice. You know, it, it was just, it was, and it kind of came from using the courtyard because the only part of the courtyard that we actually used was to park the cars in. Um, so by opening that up, that then, and then we were looking, well, what else do the boys not use? Um, yeah. Looking at that little area there that, that they might they might chuck out a few calves on there to eat to graze it off at some point during summer, yeah. but it became an area then that 
by reading through the big manual um, and finding what would work and, and, and putting that one there. And, you know, a pond went in as well, which is great because then you can take the children to go and do pond dipping. It's, it's just incredibly important that, that farmers connect with the public and that they, they change those perceptions. As we talked about earlier on, you know, we need the public to value British food so that when they're out in the supermarket, when they're out in the shop and they're buying their food, they, they're willing to pay a fair price and that they actually um, support British farmers. There is so much competition out there around uh, food prices at the moment. And, and we know that, you know, families are struggling everywhere, but it's just hugely important that, um, that people understand what goes into producing their food and how buying British food is fantastic for the environment. And that our farmers are doing just an amazing job for crop health, for the health of their livestock and for the health of the environment and the planet. And, you know, what better way to do it than on farm or on Open Farm Sunday? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, we've heard this quite a few times before, but the power of a farm's story, you know, that's that's probably where our, our, um, our power lies because, you know, Helen, you know, you'll have a fantastic history to your farm and that in itself yes. you know is an attraction and it is and it, it, up until now we've always felt like we're the underdog we were you know below average in terms of the number of cows um we were just a small piece of the pie but actually we weren't progressive we weren't ripping out hedges we weren't laying concrete when everybody else was and it's kind of been beneficial for us because we were stuck not stuck in a time warp that's not fair but we've always been you mentioned before about custodians of the land and I think when you are eighth generation to be custodians of the land it does flow through your blood you do know things that just naturally because you've they've always been there they've been passed on to you um, and it's been fantastic to be able to showcase that as opposed to being oh I am the biggest oh I, oh, I am the, the biggest producing herd of, of, of milk so it's, it's just being able to have that and there's nothing wrong with having the biggest yield and having the biggest numbers it was just always a case of we always thought well not left behind but just traditional yeah and I think that's a nice point actually as well you know like we can you know farmers across the UK can coexist and we and we're all working to, towards the same goal you know if you're if you're a bigger um uh, enterprise great you've you've still got the you know, hopefully the same values as what the smaller farms have. And at the end of the day, we all, it's, it's, it's like I said before, I keep saying this phrase about the bigger picture. Um, but I think, you know, in terms of, there's a lot of obviously anti-farming messages out there and each farm across the UK, no matter what your size or no matter what you do, you know, welfare's at the heart of, you know, most UK farm businesses um, the environment's at the heart of it. And I think we need to, you know, we really need to relay that message. So I think it doesn't matter whether you're small or large, at the heart of it, it's still the core values, isn't it? I think one of the uh, the, the, the bit that always blows my mind, uh, not my blows my mind, but my, the, the people's uh, perception when you when you say to them and they'll say something about having 100 cows and they'll go, oh my God, 100 cows. I said, well, yeah, no, but we are only small. So I said, but I said, all those 100 cows, I said, especially when it's a school, and yeah. you can turn around and say, we've 
got 100 cows, but with all those 100 cows are just like having a class of 100 children. I said, they've all got different characters. And I said, yeah. and they've got, you know, there's a weight behind them. And then it makes them shocked because they kind of, you know, you, you, yes, they are animals. And yes, uh, you know, we, we love them, we nurture them, we care for them, but they do have 100 characteristics. And each one of them can be different and and I think by just saying that makes them think a little bit differently as opposed to the video that they see somebody smacking a cow with an alkathene pipe yeah. you know it's, it, it, that, that, it's not helpful it's not helpful in any way shape or form um and they think they're smacking them but they're not they're just steering them in one direction but it's those kind of things of like you know when you're moving them so yeah. it, again by having that conversation with people it's an informed conversation as opposed to a video that's all one-sided i think it's quite um it's, it's a you know the, the percentage of the population as well which you know excludes animal produce from the diet is still very small um and you know it obviously doesn't you you can choose whatever lifestyle you want but i think the the minority of voices which are anti-farming they're so loud that their message becomes bigger which is obviously, you know, why I don't know if we need to change change our tactics or we need to shout louder or we just need to be more open. I don't know what It's our media as well, though, isn't it? Our media don't shout us with the best louds. We just yeah. need more farmers to take part in the Open Farm Sunday. You know, prior to the pandemic, we had over a quarter of a million people who visited a farm um, on Leaf Open Farm Sunday in 2019, which is just phenomenal. But there are hundreds of farms out there who could be taking part. And just listening to you there, you know, the beauty of British agriculture is that there are so many different sizes, types of farm that take part. So we have, you know, we, we have small holdings on the Isle of Scilly. We have um, uh, crofts, on the Isle of Mull and, uh, you know, through to huge, uh, you know, farms in Lincolnshire and, and, and East Anglia, you know, there's all different types of farms that take part, new entrants that take part because they're proud of what they're achieving, as well as multi-generational family farms that, again, are proud of what they're doing. Every size and type of farm can take part because everybody's got their own story to share. And people took part virtually, didn't they, during the pandemic? They certainly did, yeah. We had our, what we called our Facebook Lives, our virtual farm tours for Leaf Online Farm Sunday. So this year, we're not actually um, promoting an online Sunday as such, but we are producing some virtual farm visit videos and we will be releasing those in the run-up to Leaf Open Farm Sunday on the 12th of June. So we have something in, in, in the plans. And if anyone wants to see any of those, they are all on the web, on the website, on the online Farm Sunday um, tag there. So, uh, so yeah. Fab. But if they were doing virtual, I'd highly recommend doing the Farmer Time. The Farmer Time has been an amazing uh, setup. I, I link up with a school in Leicester once a week. So they, these children have never seen a cow they've never seen you know they just find it amazing that at lunchtime on a Friday afternoon they go and see farmer Helen what farmer Helen's been up to yeah I mean I know that's school-wise but it's still 
it's just the age that we live in as well, actually, to be honest, isn't it? You know, like, if you can't uh, physically go somewhere, it was like you, you you mentioned before, you know, when the teenagers come onto the farm, the, the, you know, head down, screens in the face type thing. Um, and as much as, you know, I've got two children, as much as I'm like, no, we need to, you know, get out there and be doing things, it's, it's still, you know, we're in an age of technology, so being able to access, you know, those sort of things, I think it's um, it's beneficial all around, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's, it's something for everybody for Open Farm Sunday. We, we talk about the children, we talk about the families, but even the older generation, you know, the, the, it's brilliant for that. The, it, what I'm saying is whatever generation you are, it, there's something for everybody on Open Farm Sunday and, and your visitors that come through the door. You, you, they are multicultural. They are of different ages. Yeah. And that's just fantastic. That's definitely that's one definitely. way we've seen that Open Farm Sunday has changed, actually. And, that you know, uh, this last year in particular, where we were, uh, because of COVID last year, everybody had to operate a ticketing service. Um, and uh, thanks to all the PR that we do and moneysavingexpert.com, who is just Martin Lewis, is a huge supporter uh, of farmers and Open Farm Sunday. And, you know, when he puts the message out in his weekly newsletter, we get thousands of people come onto the website looking for a farm to visit. And because of the ticketing service, you know, events last year were hugely, uh, well, practically all of them were fully booked. But it meant that people who live in urban areas and other parts of the country had the confidence to know that they could go and visit the farm. Uh, through that ticketing service and it gave them that reassurance and the farms that I visited um, had a huge diversity of of people on farm which as Helen's just said was just brilliant to see. Yeah, yeah. we had people from, so we're at the end of the M55 so location wise we're quite good in terms of accessibility um, but we are on the coast so we, we, we've got Blackpool but I was surprised at how many people came over from Burnley from um, the, the other side of the, you know, it wasn't just at the in the in well, it is in Lancashire, but it was further afield that people did did come, and that was just wonderful. Are you taking part this time, Helen? Certainly am, definitely. That's it now. Every year, that's my first date that goes into the diary is Open yeah. Farm Sunday. Have you got any new plans, or are you sticking to the same sort of process? Yeah. So the so last year was the first year that we we went with the Open Farm Sunday and it was through the COVID. So we it was uh, we used the ticketed side of it, and um, we, I was quite cautious on the numbers, thinking, oh, I don't know how many we're going to cope with. Um, anyway, I, I underestimate underestimated how many people would want to come, and we had more than was expected. And I wish I'd released more tickets. Aww. So is is that theme? should be more confident yeah i mean um there was on our side which was really really good so we could yeah. park in a field um but yeah the, the ticketing inside of it worked incredibly well helen's just brought up a really good point there that you know that some there are farmers out there who are confident communicators who are on social media perhaps not doing open farm sunday and can easily take part and uh, and benefit but there are farmers out there have heard about it but just have lacked that confidence 
And as Helen said, that you know we've got lots of support there to help people. And one of the key things is, is knowing how many people are going to come and where they're going to come from. And by using a free ticketing service, you can limit the number of people. So you can only have 40 people turn up if you only want that, or you can manage how people come over the day. We were talking earlier about diversifications and you know we have some farm shops that use Open Farm Sunday as a um, as a benefit, a customer benefit. So they've already got a relationship with some of their, their, their customers who regularly come to a farm shop, but they um, but they want to give them that extra, they want to give them that farming story. And so they're offer their regular customers um, uh, the chance to go and visit the farm for a farm tour on Leaf Open Farm Sunday to participate in farming Daniel Open Day to build that relationship with their customers. And, and also it's a great opportunity because our website gets hundreds of thousands of hits. It's a great opportunity to build a new customer, da customer database and actually get new people uh, coming to, to a farm diversification if that's what you've got, but for the but for your standard farm producing food, doing fantastic work managing the, the countryside, it's just a brilliant way to connect with the local community as well. And not just that, Annabelle, though, for people that are thinking about with, as we mentioned before, the loss of the BPS side of it, that are thinking about diversifying, but have never dealt with the public before or never not sure you know whether to put a glamping pod on or whether to do a farm shop or whether to do a classroom by doing an open farm sunday it gives you the opportunity to dip your toe in the water how does it work how do you feel confident with it and also for your planning application because you are gaining evidence to support your application to say we opened on open farm sunday we attracted x amount of people and everybody said oh can you do this more often possibly particularly if you're using a feedback form that you can supply with it. I think that's a great point, Helen, as well, about planning and, you know, the the hurdles that you have to overcome if you're wanting to change your business. I think that's quite a huge put-off, isn't it, regardless of whether you're doing Open Farm Sunday or if you've just got, you know, basic plans to expand, etc. I think it's um, a really good point, Nat. Um, Annabelle, I'm interested to know... Obviously, you said you're not from a farming background and you've been in this now for, you know, a good number of years. What what do you love about, you know, doing all this and being involved in farming? Because, you know, it's, it's so still heavily community based. I think that's one lovely aspect of it. But what do you what do you love about it? I love meeting and speaking with all the fabulous farmers which is what the visitors enjoy about open farm sunday as well but i've just met some incredible people who are just lovely and when when you're going to a supermarket and you're picking up your steak and your pork you just don't understand the passion that goes into producing that delicious food when you're buying a, a loaf of bread in the supermarket you don't appreciate how many months the, the grain has been growing in the far, you know, in the fields, how the agronomy involved and, and what an agronomist does and all about world markets. Science and technology just blows my mind. And what I love about it is 
every time I meet a farmer, I learn something new and it just helps to provide that rich story behind our food that people just take for granted when they're going out there and buying their food. And, and, and it's such a shame because we have a fabulous story, the industry to share. And as I say, that science and technology blows my mind. The work that farmers are doing for the environment, the care and the passion involved is just second to none. And I'm just passionate about ensuring that more people get the opportunity to meet farmers and actually to, to, to understand what British farming is all about and what makes British farming great. Yeah, I agree. I'm slightly biased, but I agree. <laughs> Um, is is the one thing Helen that you particularly want to portray? Is there something that you know you want visitors to think about when they when they when they leave the farm, or is it kind of an overall educational process for you? I always want everybody to feel very welcome when they come to the farm. So the first thing they always get is a smile. They get a smile, and it just makes it just breaks down any barriers that we're not a grumpy farmer. We've got a smile. And yeah. welcome to our home. It's our home. Um, please ask me the, the questions. And you're almost asking them to say to you, please come to me. Please come and ask me questions. Ask me what that is, that, that the other. Um, I would recommend anybody that does do Open Farm Sunday, they make sure that they have some mints in their, in, their, in, their, in their pocket because you're talking all day. So you need a constant supply of water and, and mints just to keep your, your, your saliva going. Um, that's a top tip um yeah because it's, it is it's just fantastic it's just wonderful how people want to and you still get i mean we opened during covid so people were very much a case of wanting to keep the distance but the barriers came down when they were on the farm it kind of it was almost their mindfulness as well that actually they got away for from the the, the crowds and because you can spread around and we, we had a bit of a, a walk which because leaf provides such fantastic um posters which you can put all the way around the farm that, that, that those ones that were a bit shy the, the information was there for them to go and find um yeah I think as well you know just a final point to touch on really is you know we've 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 mentioned throughout this conversation you know things are changing um people aren't you know farmers aren't sure you know how things are going to look you know even in the next six months maybe but I think what is clear is that we do need to obviously get people behind British farming to, you know, take that extra minute to look at what they're buying in the supermarket to make sure they're choosing British produce. In your opinions, do you think it is an exciting time for farming? I feel like it's quite exciting. And obviously embracing change is, is sometimes difficult, but I think we all, we all need to look at what's it happened is, and really go for it. It is a very exciting time, I think, because people want to know more. They want to engage with um, the countryside and where food comes from. So it's a perfect opportunity. I think the most important thing is, is that we don't, as farmers, leave it to our next door neighbour, leave it to somebody else to sort out. It's our time, all of our times, to stand out and loud and proud and open our doors to show what we, we do do. We will have people that will say, oh, we can't do Open Farm Sunday because we haven't got anywhere to park. Uh, we're on a busy road or we've got a, a, a lane. And I'll say something to them, are you on a public footpath? Yeah, I'm on a public footpath. So I said, well, in that case, why don't you open your farm as part of the farm walk? Get people to park 
and the, and the nearest car park or and that's part of their journey and it just opening the different opportunities that are available to them to think oh i can't do this there's always 110 reasons why you can't do something but that one reason why you should do it is now or never and do it because people are behind you and they've got leaf behind you as well Thank you to both Helen and Annabelle and hopefully this podcast will inspire a few more UK farms to get involved in Open Farm Sunday this year on June 12th. Remember, no matter how small or large the event, every farm counts. For more information, please visit www.farmsunday.org. And that's it for now, but thank you for listening and remember to tune in next week. Bye for now.